Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me for just a couple of minutes. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or to her. We compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end. Health has no finish line. There are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time, and here we do it together. So let's do this. Before I get into the main content, if you want to get in contact with me, email and Instagram are the best ways to get in contact. Email me at benpagedc at gmail.com and on Instagram, benpagedc. And if you're listening to this, go to Instagram, tag me on the episode, and I'll tag you right back and we get to know each other. I love to get to know the community and I would love to get to know you. So let's get on to the main content. Well, today I have another great episode of the Wellness Former Podcast, and it's another guest. This is not going to be a solo show, but this is going to be another guest, and I'm excited. I'm excited to bring on this guest. It's been, it's been kind of a, it's been a situation to finally get this guest on the show. We've been going back and forth, troubles with the internet. I mean, it's just been a, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a fun time, we could say the least. But I'm excited to bring um, this guest on, and I'm going to let him. Kind of introduce himself and then we'll get into the main to the main part of this 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 episode but of course there's that windy road of how we get to where we are and and he's going to give that and then we'll get into the main part of this this conversation which is going to be very interesting um so go ahead and, and introduce yourself to my listeners and so they can get a little get to know you just a little bit more for sure thanks ben uh hey folks i'm jordan from mind and soil here and mine soil it's the business that i created and launched in 2020 um, with kind of the the mission or the intention and hope of introducing a million individuals to gardening mental health benefits and it's a bit of a different approach to i guess most gardening companies that we come across or nurseries and garden centers etc um, but the reason behind that is because that's really where my gardening journey started and what brings me back to the garden every single season. And so that was actually, that was back in 2013 for myself. And at that point in time, I, I found myself in the midst of my first big heartbreak and um, just going through, yeah, the first you know, real big moment like that in life and um, kind of put me pretty flat on my back where I was completely just kind of overrun by it all. And, you know, from a headspace perspective, um, you know, my mind was kind of nowhere besides thinking through and ruminating over that relationship. And so, you know, when it came to trying to go to sleep, I wouldn't be able to fall asleep unless I was drinking a whole bunch that evening. And then work-wise, I went from being, you know, real high performer at the company that I was at to like just blankly staring at the screen um, each of the days I'd be going into the office. And so there was a, a weekend in there where, you know, I was feeling, yeah, very down on my luck and pretty shitty and just kind of, you know, quite hopeless. And so I went out to my parents' place. They live about, you know, 45 minutes outside of the city. I live just outside of Vancouver, Canada here. And um, they knew where I was at, what I was going through. And so I you know, went out there just to spend a little bit of time with them and went to sleep in that evening or they went to bed. Um, so I didn't go to sleep and I just remember having my phone like glued to my hand waiting for 
a call, a message, something, anything along those lines, just to you know try and get some wheels in motion on rekindling this relationship. And then um, you know the next. Uh, well, and then, you know, next thing I know, I'm kind of rolling over in bed and the sun's starting to rise and kind of just thinking to myself, like, well, here we go, another sleepless night to try and kind of make it through the day in some way, shape or form. And so that morning I went downstairs to make a coffee. And as I was making that coffee, my mom, she came around the corner on the other side of the kitchen. She just kind of asked, if George, how did you sleep last night? I was like, well, I didn't sleep at all. And she just kind of like paused and she's like, you know what, why don't we go out to the garden for a couple minutes today and just spend a little bit of time out there. I thought, okay, sure, you know, why not? And so we went out to the garden a couple hours later and she's like, you know, like, let's just build ourselves a little flower box today. We'll bring over some soil. We'll bring over some river rock to build a little bit of a retaining wall. And, and that's all, that's it. I was like, all right. So we get to work, start bringing the river rock over, start bringing the soil over to fill up the little bed that we had created. And I just like so distinctly and vividly remember walking on that path in the garden that they had established and just like realizing in that moment, like shit, like those, like those clamps that I feel on my chest and on my neck for weeks and weeks on end, they, they feel looser. Like the, it's, it's that feeling when you're really, really anxious or finally, oh, I can take a bit of a deep breath. Like, there's this kind of like just like slight and subtle shifting of the energy and, and into this a bit of like a little bit of peace and a little bit of hope that like okay things are going to work out and so in that moment I was like I don't know what the hell is happening right now but like this gardening thing like I'm in like I'm sold I'm I'm, I'm here for it and so at that point in time I, I kind of knew that gardening was going to play a role in my life um, but I had no idea what that would look like, what it would become. I just knew that it was going to be like one of those like kind of key tools in my tool belt um, for kind of improving and shifting my state of being, my my mental health, my mental well-being. And um, it's it's certainly taken a, a few more turns since then, um, with now dedicating you know kind of every waking moment that I have to introduce as many people to it as possible. But I'm sure we'll we'll dive into that. But that's kind of the, the quick rundown on how I got started on on gardening. And I, there's there's many reasons why I love that story. First of all, you're another guy that went through this because <laughs> I'm I'm one of the few guys that I know that have gone through. I know there's millions more out there, but a lot of us it seems like a lot more a lot less guys are gardening it seems like and man i it's such a great way to help us in so many aspects of life and we're going to dive into one particularly but i also loved how you said that your parents gardened and they took you out to the garden and that was kind of that was kind of your re-reintroduction to what the garden is that's exactly what happened in my life too my my parents have gardened their pretty much their whole life i mean i've always been in the garden with my parents and so oh, it's it brings back great memories now of course in that moment in my life i was like this is work i don't like this but now i look back at it and this is it there's some of the best memories that i have so I, I i love knowing i love seeing how how that that generational that generational gardening continues to to move on and i'm grateful for my parents and all that they taught me in the garden and i imagine you're also very grateful for what they had taught you and that great example yeah, absolutely. And, and it's something that I think about a lot as well. It's like, how do we help this generation of parents help their kids get their hands dirty? Because um, that's, you know, very much who we speak to a lot. 
and and I think that like there's um, this like yeah just kind of like beautiful opportunity in there to help equip these parents with the education the tools so that they can be getting their kids into the garden getting their hands dirty and doing so in a super fun way so um, it's you know it sounds like it was the introduction for, for both you and myself through our parents um, and, and I suspect that that's a really great um, kind of avenue for us to explore into in terms of um, working towards our overall mission of reaching a million individuals. Oh yeah, I mean, if you can reaching families, that's I think I think that's that's the, and it's tough because I got two kids, and how often do they want to be in the garden with me? Oh, very few. <laughs> they they I mean, I'm usually working alone in the garden, even though I'm always inviting them to come out and join me. A lot of it's solo work because. Well, sometimes I kind of force them to, but if it's their decision, they 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 refer, they prefer not to be out in the garden with me. But you, it sounds, but uh -huh. it sounds like it, it sounds like you might not have enough strawberry plants out there yet, because that <laughs> seems to be the the common draw from the parents that I talk to is that yeah, we went out gardening and then I had no strawberries left by the end of the day. <laughs> so that's what I need. I need to, yeah, I need to plant some strawberries. I need to get a lot, get a lot more a lot of, a lot more blueberry bushes and, and raspberry bushes out there so they can pick and eat while we're, while we're planting for sure. <laughs> But your story is very similar to mine. That's why I like it so much. I mean, similar in the way that the, the, first, the first true benefit we felt from the garden was that, that being in the present moment and forgetting about the past, forgetting about the future, but focused on one good thing, grow, working in the dirt in the present moment. And, and I think that more people probably have experiences but they don't realize it and not just in the garden but I think in nature I think a lot of men when they're out hunting when they're out there when they're out there just being in nature and waiting I think a lot of those moments is the experiences where they're in the present moment and they can actually just enjoy what is in front of them and and that's why I love the garden because it gives us that opportunity to forget about all those terrible things that happened in the past or maybe all the good things too and then we want those things and we can't focus on the good stuff in the pre in the present and then or worrying about the future and that's how it changed me so much at the very beginning and that's what brought me to my book after that and so I started studying and I got more and more into it and it's like wow no the garden nature I mean it's a lot more than just mental well-being but but that's what got me on this on this whole um return to ancestral living and the garden and nature and all that great stuff so it's, it's great to see other people out there that are experiencing the same thing that I experienced sometimes I feel I'm alone <laughs> but so what so what are you actually doing so you are you got really back into gardening and then so what do you do specifically and how are you helping people to or trying to find those one million people to help so I, I had kind of probably like an 18 month period of knowing that I wanted to begin shifting more of my time and energy, um, kind of our, our two most precious resources towards the mental health space. But I didn't know what that would look like at that point in time. And that was back in kind of like 2019. Um, and then I started sharing more and more about what I was doing in the garden and just different little gardening projects that I was working on. 
and people seem to be really interested on this. Like, you know, on my Instagram account, when I would share those stories, I was getting way more messages and comments on those than anything else. And so I was like, oh, like, it seems like people are kind of interested in this as well. And I wasn't sure though, if what you have experienced and, and what I have experienced, like that moment in the garden, if that was unique to just me at that time, or if gardening actually has this kind of ability to improve one's mental health and well-being. And so I set up a Google search for any time that gardening is mentioned alongside um, stress, alongside anxiety, alongside PTSD, depression, grief. And sure enough, it was like story after story, article after article, study after study coming back on just how beneficial gardening is to our well-being. And so that really got me thinking like, okay, this like absolutely lights my soul on fire and it seems like it's something that people uh, are enjoying and has like real benefits behind it but how do you actually like turn that into you know essentially like a, a business so that I can be putting all of my time and energy towards it rather than having to be working 80% of the time and then dedicating 20% of my spare time towards it and so I started posting some just little like a b tests of how seeds were growing in just like a store-bought run-of-the-mill potting mix or seedling mix that's primarily just like peat moss and a little bit of perlite. And I compared that to then adding in worm castings from my worm farm. And they were growing like exponentially larger than those that were just in this sterile store-bought peat moss kind of mix. And as people saw that, they're like, I need that. How do I get my hands on some of those worm castings? But I only had my like little teeny tiny worm farm. So I was like, okay. And it was in that moment where I started to receive those messages where, you know, it's kind of like the Japanese philosophy or concept of ikigai, where there's like four circles and one of them is um, what you love to do. Another one is what the world needs. Another one is what you're good at. And the fourth one is what you can get paid for. And at the center of that is ikigai or kind of like life purpose. And that's when I kind of realized, okay, like, bringing gardening mental health benefits to individuals through products and education could be kind of tying all of those four together. And that's when we then created Mind and Soil. And at the like foundation of all that, so the, you know, from a, a mission perspective, we're looking to reach these individuals, but how do we go about doing that? And that's through physical products. So the soils and the things that a gardener would be needing in order to be successful in the garden. And then like how on earth do you actually go about utilizing them? And because one, one thing that I've always thought was super interesting on that front is that like you go into a garden center and there's no shortage of products, right? Like everything is there and there's a gazillion different amendments and soils, but there's no real education around like how to use this specific product or how to be growing this specific plant. You kind of have to like go to the garden center, buy your things, and then like put together a bunch of like disjointed information online in order to arrive at how to be growing garlic. But then for ourselves, we're like, okay, if you want to be growing garlic, we've got a garlic kit that comes with the worm castings, the garlic heads, the amendments that you're going to need, and we're going to ship that directly to your door. And then when you receive that, you're going to have instructions that's going to take you to a video or a set of videos that's going to include exactly how to be utilizing those heads of garlic. So how to be putting the clothes into the ground, how to be amending that soil so that they're ready to be put into the ground and into a good environment. 
how to be utilizing the worm castings alongside that, and then the amendments that you're going to be using in the spring as they go into the growth phase, so that any of the questions that a gardener would be kind of running into as they try to, in that instance, grow garlic, we've taken out of the equation. We've answered them all before they've had to ask them. And my philosophy or belief around that is that anytime that somebody's trying something new for the very first time, it's actually usually a little bit stressful, a little bit daunting, a little bit overwhelming. You don't know if you're doing it right or wrong. And that's where we want to be that partner for that first time gardener so that when they're getting their hands dirty for the first time, they're not feeling stressed or overwhelmed or you know daunting anything along those lines, but rather they feel supported, they feel comfortable, they even feel a little bit confident right out of the gate with getting their hands dirty. Because if they feel those things, then they're more likely to feel that peacefulness, that calmness, that respiration that the jar brings. And I think what's so fascinating about it, right, is that like we think about your experience and my experience. Well, who was the entity that supported each of us? For me, it was my mom. She told me, grab those rocks right there. There was no guesswork that I had to do. Grab that soil right there. And for yourself, it was with your parents as well. And so again, that learning curve was completely reduced or flattened because we had that kind of guidance, that support. And that's what we're looking to do for individuals that are looking to get their hands dirty for the first time there. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. I could I definitely look back and I see that my my parents and my grandparents were were huge supports in, in what I in what I do nowadays. I remember the whole it's it's a it's a, it's a, it's a neat little story, but yeah, we used to garden, have huge gardens. When I was a kid, the majority of the food we ate came from the garden. I mean, it was a big garden. I mean, it was rows of corn and rows of other of other of other vegetables. And then we kind of went away from that when we moved to the city. And then that's what brought me. And then when I left the house, because in the city, we continued to try to, my parents continued to try, but it was just so hard because of the heat of the city and everything. It was just really hard to continue. So it kind of went away. And then I got back into it by just, by just taking broken wood that I found out thrown out and, and some flower bot and some plant and flower pots that I found thrown out too. And I just, I built myself a planter box and I built, and I had two, two um flower pots and that was my first solo garden i mean that was the first time i grew a garden without working with my parents and it was just a couple of tomatoes and a couple of pepper plants in a planter box that i built and it was like two feet by one foot by by a foot deep and that sat yeah. on my windowsill and then those and that was that was the first one i remember and it was so calming it was so crazy yeah. just watch those plants grow but but yeah it all goes like i said it making this kind of a, a long story it's all it it all did start with my parents and I sometimes asked my grand my grandpa still alive I think he's like 89 years old says, why didn't you write a book you're so smart you have so much uh, knowledge about the garden he's like but Ben I've learned new things every year I was like eh, that's true and that's another cool thing about the garden is is we keep on learning that the mental capacity just continues to grow and yeah you have to start it somewhere but I look at my grandpa's like, wow, he's been gardening his whole life. He's almost 90 years old and he still learns new things every year through the garden. And I think that's another beautiful part of the garden. It's, it's, it's a never ending process. We, and each season is distinct and each garden is distinct and we're always learning new things. So we're, we're always keeping our, our brains firing both sides and we're continually learning. And that also is another great aspect of, of the mental well-being that the garden allows you that we usually won't see in nature. 
because it, yeah, it, it, it's not that we're working with nature. And I, and I always say the garden is just just an edge of nature. That's all it is. It's an edge of nature that we get to work with. So totally. think, well, yeah, uh -huh. you know, you're the I think one of the differences between, say, like, you know, being in nature and going for a walk versus being in nature and working in your garden is that like when you're working in your garden, you know, that tomato plant or that pepper plant or whatever it is that you're growing, you know, you're nurturing it, you're playing a role in its success. And if you live somewhere that's dry and you don't water it for a week, like it's going to be struggling. But if you are watering it and if you're feeding the soil um, and if you're caring for it, then it's going to be more successful. So the gardener then begins to build this emotional connection to what it is they have in their garden. And that's why it ends up becoming such a deep and rich experience um, you know, right now, I, one of our customers had some pepper plants that um, were, you know, right at the end of the season. It gets really cold here in Canada, so everything can die off, and they're completely covered with flies as well. So he's like, you know what? They're like basically at the end of the life, about to go into the compost. I was like, I want to try and save them. And so, like, I went over to her place, completely pouring rain, like, like buckets of rain coming down. I pull them all out, bring them into my car. They're completely covered in little white flies back to my house. And um, then I'm like, you know, in the pouring rain, taking all the soil out, cutting all the foliage off, bringing it back down to like just as small of a plant as possible. And then still leaving it outside because I don't want to track those flies into my house at all. And now I've got them like set up in like a little bit of like an ICU situation where like there's a little bit of heat underneath them. I think we've taken care of the flies. Um, and I have like all of a sudden this really deep connection to these pepper plants that I only adopted like two days ago, three days ago. Um, and that's completely different to going for a walk or going from a hike because, you know, I'm now like w once I like realize, OK, I, I think I got most of the flies off, but they're going to need to be somewhere warmer. OK, I need to set up like some kind of like little structure, this little like ICU structure for them um, because I, I still am not 100% sure that the flies aren't on there and I don't want to bring those into where I have the rest of my plants inside. And so it's like this deep level of caring for this plant and fascination around how do I help it kind of survive and live um, that totally just immerses you in it. Oh yeah, I mean, that reminds, that just, that just reminds me ripping out my, those, my, I actually ripped out some plants the other day. It's, it's, it's so tough. I mean, it's a whole season of, of your, your work and your time. It's not an easy thing. That's for sure. But here I'm actually preparing for the summer garden. So I'm getting oh, a lot yeah. of the old, I'm getting a lot of, I'm sorry, I'm preparing the beds and, and stuff like that. And, and yeah, it's, it's not, it's not easy. I actually wrote an Instagram post about that, that same, that same feeling of having to rip things out. I mean, yeah, we have to rip things out and to be able to plant the new and sometimes it's not easy i can definitely agree with you that is there do you do you a different totally different question but interests me do you involve um any type of animals in your garden like chickens or anything like that or is it just pure vegetables yeah no it's just vegetables at the moment um and and really it's not even into like the flowers or the perennial space at all at this point um and you know over the coming three, four, five, six years, I definitely hope to see that evolving to be including, you know, more of the flowers and potentially even the, like more of like a homestead type of um, setup or world. Uh, but, you know, with 
just being so early on in it, I'm a huge believer in like focus, focus, focus. And that's where like we've, we haven't even done anything on like indoor plants. We've just been like laser focused on the vegetable garden. Um, but I think that's been really beneficial because it's allowed us to um, really kind of like serve that customer and that individual that's looking to get their hands dirty in that manner um, in a really effective way opposed to trying to do everything under the sun. Oh yeah. I've seen, there are so many people trying to get back into gardening or started gardening. It's, it's crazy. And especially these last two years, I mean, it's been seeing all the turmoil and, and what is the world. I mean, tons of people are, are getting back into what gardening is. I was, who was, I, I was listening to Justin Rhodes and he was saying something that a lot of the places that sell seeds are out of stock, which is rare because people are like, Whoa, What's going on here? I need to be able to grow some of my own food or, or store some of my own food because it, they, it could be gone. And just and, and, and that's another thing that I found is another great way to reduce what is overall stress, the mental well, our mental well-being is if you're growing something out backyard, I mean, you know, you got something to eat and there's something to eat. And a lot of people don't have that. I mean, so if you got a garden out there, it might be not, not enough to sustain you, but you know, there's something out there that if you don't have, you can go out there, pick it, and you know you're going to have something nutrient-dense because it's coming from a piece of land that you've taken care of, and you know there's some nutrition in that in that dirt, in that soil, better said. So you know you're going to be eating it. And that's and that just another great way to, to help our overall mental well-being. I mean, there's so many things that the garden can do to help you feel well mentally. And and I just love how people are coming back into it. And I love what you're doing. I mean, it's, it's just a great way to help people come back and, and find an easy, uh, no, let's say simple, not easy, a simple way to to improve their overall health and well-being it's, it's just go outside and 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 touch the dirt grow something new so it's it's i love what you're doing and, and it excites me to see you doing it because because we need more people doing it and and i'm and i'm grateful for all you're doing jordan and mm-hmm. and i appreciate you coming on i appreciate you coming on and sharing your experiences with us and and all that you've been going through and how you're growing and how you're helping so many people feel better mentally through through nature and through the garden so how, how could my how could my how could the listeners get in hold get in touch with you where's the best place to to to, to find you yeah uh I, i'd say probably the best place is on instagram instagram and youtube at the moment so on instagram it's at mind m-i-n-d and a-n-d soil s-o-i-l and i'd say that's probably like our our primary hub for where we communicate things to folks that aren't like fully immersed in the community just yet um, but then like our, our favorite thing to do to really, you know, get people uh, to, to bring the community together is we, we host happy hours, which is like a one hour Zoom meeting like this, but we'll have anywhere up, like we, I think the most we've had is like just over like 2,200 people RSVP um, for uh, a happy hour to join onto a Zoom meeting um, where we then like basically teach on a specific topic. So say like next Thursday, October 21st, we're teaching on how to overwinter pepper plants. And then after that, we're going to be talking about how to close the garden um, for the winter. And we just did one on how to be planting garlic. So um, we share when those are happening on our Instagram account as well, and then email it out to everybody. But um, for anybody that's looking to kind of get their hands dirty for the first time, I'd say um, finding us and kind of joining in on Instagram and YouTube would be the best place to be. 
Oh, awesome. So the best way to find those classes is just through Instagram then, and then you can just get in yep. touch with you. Oh, that would be yep. awesome. Okay. That would be yep. awesome. If, yeah. So listen, get involved with that. I mean, especially all the people that are up north that are, that are yeah, starting winter. I mean, this is the time to do it. So I think that is so cool. Again, thanks for coming on. I'll definitely, hopefully people go over there and, and join those classes because I imagine they'll learn a lot. Again, thanks Jordan for coming on. And any, any last words, anything that you would like to share before we, 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 uh, we, we finish this conversation? much for having me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. No, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you coming on. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with conversation with Jordan Mara. Um, it's incredible what the garden, what nature can do for us, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally. And this is, this is a grassroots movement. This is so, this is so important, but the only way we grow is when we get the word out one person at a time. A great way we can get the word out is by leaving a review on this podcast. My goal is to get to 50 before the end of the year. So help me reach that goal. If you haven't left a review, go to iTunes, type in Wellness Farmer Podcast, and at the bottom, there's a button to rate and review the show. Go and rate and review the show. It helps a lot to get the word out. Also, buying my books as gifts for others is a great way to support and get the word out. Give Playing in the Dirt, The Four Pillars of Health, and a short ebook that I wrote, Mental Well-Being Made Simple as Gifts. And if you're in the States, I'm going to make it even easier to give my book as a gift. Only you that are listening get this offer. If you buy two or more books from my website, if you live in the States, to give as gifts, use the code GIFT and you will only pay $10 a book. Now talk about a wonderful gift that continues giving for that price. And finally, join my membership where we go so much more deeper into how we bring the garden and our connection to nature and earth into the forefront of our journey for greater health and well-being. The first 50 members are going to get are getting an incredibly reduced price and can and will be locked into that price. So don't miss out on this opportunity. Go to my webpage pastelswetofthisfarm.com and click on the button that says Wellness Farmers Membership. Don't miss this opportunity. Right now is the, t- the moment to, to join because it's a price that is incredible. Hope to see you soon on, on the inside. Talk to you personally. Great to see how we're all progressing and talk to you next time on the Wellness Farmer Podcast.